Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is John Chuckery Show coming to you live on this Tuesday evening. Is Well, lots going on. Yankees uh, in town. Bengals will be here on Friday night. I mean, a lot of action and activity here this week in the Atlanta sports scene. Let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline, Atlanta's Ford dealer. Let's talk to our buddy Gabe Burns, sports and feature writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. AJC.com is where you can check out all of his work, and he's on Twitter at Gabe Burns, AJC. Gabe, as always, my friend, appreciate a few minutes on the show. Thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Glad to be on. All right, let's start with the Braves first. I mean, look, um, the only negative I'll say right now is I think the Yanni Shiranos experiment has to be over. And, you know, Gabe, I really don't understand why Michael Soroka isn't getting a start every fifth day. With a big lead in the division, about a third of the season left to really evaluate him, I don't know. Under I don't really understand why he's not up here with this club. What do you think the reason is? You know, I I agree with you. Um, they know what's best for him, and again, it's a it's a very very unique situation. And so, frankly, this team gives you all the reason in the world to trust them and how they're evaluating players. But it doesn't make a lot of sense on the surface. And we'll see um, when his next opportunity comes. And certainly um, he's deserving of it. And you definitely want to see kind of what you have uh, heading into the playoffs, as you just suggested. I will say, you know, if you're if really the biggest negative you have right now is, you know, Yanni shouldn't be getting any more opportunities. Uh, your team's probably in a good place, um, all things considered. So we'll see. But, no, I mean, I agree with you on Soroka. I think that it would certainly behoove this team to figure out if this is somebody who's going to wind up having a positive impact uh, in October. Well, and, and even, I mean, thinking about the bigger picture, I mean, you know, if you're not going to pitch him, why why keep him around? Why offer him arbitration? I mean, if you can't figure out what he is or is not going to be, you know, again, move on from him. I mean, there, there are plenty of young arms coming up through the system, and I know you're not going to have Morton maybe more than a year. You might not have Max Fried in a couple of years, but how are we going to figure out if Soroka's part of a long-term plan if we don't see him except for pitching in Gwinnett where, you know, again, he can shut out the, the AAA clubs, but I need to see him here at the big league level and, and trying to figure things out here. Yeah, no, you do need to see that. And it, you're right, it's not just about even this year. It's about seeing if this is a guy who can handle the workload 
as being an every fifth day guy again, because um, that's obviously still a question given everything he's been through. And also, if, if I remember correctly, he's a free agent after next season. So, I mean, we're talking about already you, you're looking at, is this a guy that we're going to kind of figure out? Is he going to be someone who's here over the long haul? Is he going to be somebody that you can rely on? Gabe, I have talked repeatedly the production that this team gets out of their seven, eight, and nine hitters. Whatever combination that it, I mean, whether it's been Michael Harris, Orlando Arcia, Eddie Rosario, Marcelo Zuna, I don't care what combination. I think that's been the big key to this thing. I know Ronnie and Olsen and Riley are boppers, but when you get the bottom of that order and they're turning this lineup over, as as you know, they <laughs> that that Snicker famously says, when they're turning this lineup over and you're getting more at bats for the top of that order, I think this has been the the low key thing that has been really one of the keys, just how good the seven, eight, nine hitters have produced for this lineup. You are absolutely right. And this lineup is unbelievable. We're not saying anything that people don't already know. Uh, but this is truthfully one of the best lineups in modern baseball history. I mean, it is just top to bottom. Look, you know, we talk about it all the time in baseball. You know, like we always make jokes about teams like the Angels and you go through and it's like you have, you know, a couple of guys here, but it really is. It's all about the depth of your roster, the depth of your lineup, and you're looking at it. And this team just has really – there's so many options. It's, this team can do so much. These guys are mashing the ball. Um, to have to have the amount of power uh, that this team has up and down, there's no break for any pitcher. Uh, it's really – it's an impressive group. I don't – you know, obviously they're going to – have the core of this group back next year and we'll see if this is you know something that you continue it's every year but this is this year the production that they are getting from these guys it's really special and that's why i mean you never know how october is going to play out man it's it's a crazy thing you know max free can be sick and you know there's different stuff that affects it but this lineup i just I struggle to see how this team doesn't make a deep run. That doesn't mean that they're going to win the thing, but I mean, they are just so, so impressive in so many areas. I, I fully expect another deep uh, postseason run. Yeah. I'm still a little bit bitter about 2003, that team that was uh, such a good offensive club, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Gabe, <laughs> Gabe Burns joining me here on the wadeford.com hotline. So I'm asking the local guys and the national guys that I've talked to, let me ask you the question. Do you think Spencer Strider is the leader in the clubhouse right now to win the National League Cy Young? I don't. Uh, I don't because I think – I kind of think I'm leaning Blake Snell. Hmm. Uh, but you, you look around, I mean, there's – in the NL, it's very open. And I think that Strider is certainly one of the top few guys, him, uh, you know, Gallon, Snell. I mean, there's a, there's a few guys that could really make a push here. And I certainly think he's got it. He's, he's going to have a case. And if he finishes strong, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's possible. But at this very moment, I think if, if the award was, you know, being given out right now, I don't think he would win. But I, he, he, it's, it's in play. I, 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 here's my case. He leads in two of the three um, triple crown categories in pitching. And if he leads the league in wins and has 300 strikeouts, I don't know how he's not going to win the, the Cy Young. I, I, I don't know how you vote for somebody else over. I know what the ERA is, and he's 13th in the league in ERA, 
but you lead mm-hmm. the league in wins and you have 300 strikeouts in today's modern-day baseball, I don't know how you don't walk away with that award. Uh, and and that might be the case. And that, <laughs> Look, he is – He's awesome, and I, I get like some people try to tear him down because I mean I mean come on like this guy is we are I, you want to be careful when you throw out different names but when you think about the Verlanders the Scherzers these really really special guys they've got one with Spencer Strider mm-hmm. and he's going to keep piling up strikeouts and this is again you don't want to overstate things but I mean this is the type of talent that. You know, if he stays healthy, this is going to be somebody that we're going to be talking about for a very long time. And it would not – I don't think it would surprise anyone if, you, if we found out you know, he winds up winning multiple Cy Young awards. All right, let's uh, switch gears here. Um, look, I thought it was a good first step for the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, there's some things to clean up. But, again, I, I, I've asked people this question. What would you rather have? You know, our backups and third string guys get run out of the building, or would you rather have us dominate with our second and third stringers? And I think that's the thing is, look, it looks like there's some depth on this team. It looks like there's some defensive presence. And and what I wanted to just see was my eyes. Like I wanted to see that this team looked different or it looked like it had more personnel. And I think I at least got that part of it from what we saw last Friday night. Yeah, we were just talking about the depth that the Braves have. You And if you're going to be a good NFL team, it's paramount. And, again, this is not super insightful stuff that we're talking about here, but the Falcons have lacked that, and they've lacked that for a long time. And I think we would all agree, whatever you think about this team, if you think it's going to win the NFC South or you think it's going to win eight games, whatever your take is, I think we can all agree that the depth is in a much better place than it was. And, yeah, like – we're talking about preseason results. I mean, you want to, yeah, you'd rather have your depth guys. You'd rather have your guys that might be selling cars in, you know, a few weeks. You want, you want them to be the best they can be. You know, that's just, I'm excited about Ryan Nielsen. I really, you know, again, there's only so much you're going to take from, from preseason and everything, but the energy, I think, I think you're going to see some really creative things schematically. And so my big thing is, yeah, like, the depth is better, and I really, I'm very optimistic about Nielsen, and that's a game changer. That's a game changer, obviously, in a division that's not very good, and we'll see. So, yeah, I mean, I, right now, I, every, everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, and you know, I wonder how much they're going to play the starters on Friday because I, I think in the third preseason game, I don't think anybody's going to play that's a starter. I wonder how long they keep those guys in, if it's a quarter, a half, a few offensive series. I mean, I'm I'm going to be very curious to see what the rotation that Arthur Smith has in place for his starter because I think this is going to be their only opportunity to try to get on the field. Yeah, it will be interesting because, you know, we don't know how many, you know, how many reps does a guy, does Ritter need, right? Right. When you go through, I mean, Bijan, I don't <laughs> – I don't really care if he plays, right? Right, right? I mean, there's certain guys you're just you just don't care. In the case of the quarterback, I mean, this is a still a very inexperienced player, a young player trying to kind of feel his way through everything, and this is his first time being obviously being a starter. So, I'm more interested in, you know, that that type of player than, you know, it'll be nice to see Bijan out there. Um, but you know, you go through, you know, Drake London, you go through some of these guys and I just I don't really need to see them. You know, uh Gabe Burns joining me here on the waitfor.com hotline feature writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. 
you uh, you were out in L.A. covering uh, you know the obviously the, the Rams, but with Stetson Bennett. I had a chance to talk with him last year at the SEC Media Days and got a chance to – I mean, he literally was sitting two feet from me. And, you know, I, I, I like the kid, and, you know, obviously I was impressed with him, and obviously the, the accomplishments speak for themselves. But, you know, did you come away with a sense of a maturity from him? Because, I mean, everybody's taken their shots, and everybody's kind of flung their arrows at, at Stetson Bennett for some of the things that happened through the off season. But did, what was your takeaway when you got a chance to talk with him? I think he's a self-aware individual. I think that he knows, um, you know, he's not, obviously he's not going to be a starter. The best thing that he can do is be quiet, learn from Stafford, soak up what coaches are giving him, all that cliche stuff. I do think, you know, uh, what happened, what happened in Dallas, he's like, I just, I know not to do that. I have to be better than that. It's easy to say these things. You want to obviously see that somebody is acting. Um, but I look, I think I think he's a good kid, and I think that he there's a chance that he has a lengthy NFL career. Now, is that going to be as a starter? I don't know. But, you know, it's pretty good to be a long-term backup, too. That's a nice career to have. So I, I certainly think he's got the qualities. I think his teammates there have really taken to him. And I will tell you this, the Rams – absolutely loved him like that cannot be over they loved him and they were really really excited to get him now whether that translates to anything that's that's going to be up to Stetson but I do think that they that Stetson's camp feels that he landed in basically the perfect spot and he knows that patience is going to be required and they're fine with that and I think that it's a good environment for him to succeed and that the team is really excited to have him so you know what? I guess you can't really bet against the guy, right, with all that he's done. But it, it'll be really interesting to see uh, how his career ends up playing. Out. Well, and last question for you, Gabe. I mean, look, I'll sacrifice some of the physical attributes with a Stetson Bennett because he's a winner and, and he knows how to win. And and they're they're really and, and I say this all the time. There isn't if if you have the innate ability to win at college, NFL, whatever. I'll take that trait more than anything. I'll I'll take not the big arm or the accuracy and all that kind of stuff. If you've got a guy that can win games, because in all honesty, in the NFL, it's all that matters. I mean, all that matters is if you if you win or or in you know again, you can have all the stats in the world. There are a lot of stat guys that don't win, but if you can win at that level, that's what matters most. And and I'll take the lack of you know arm strength or height or whatever like that for a guy give me a guy who's just a winner all the way through i agree with you and look he's not going to be everyone's flavor some guys are gonna you know look he's not justin herbert okay he doesn't right. he's not six five gigantic arm you know i mean some you're always i think a lot of coaches are always going to gravitate to that kind of guy but in the modern nfl where athleticism is paramount for a quarterback being able to you know to to move around all the stuff that he does, and again, the teammates respond to him, and that's a good scheme for him too. And obviously, McVeigh is a guy who he's always maximized his quarterbacks. Uh, and Jared Goff was not—I mean, he went to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. Obviously, they knew that there was a—you know—that ceiling wasn't quite there, mm-hmm. and they made the move to get Stafford. But he did maximize Jared Goff, and you know, we've seen what Goff's done in Detroit. Good for him. But 
I, again, I think it's a really good spot for him. And, you know, people might roll their eyes at the it factor, but I agree with what you're saying. There is just something about this guy. He's surpassed expectations everywhere he's gone. I do think that he deserves – he's kind of he, – he gets memed and people make jokes about how old he is and all that. And I understand all of that stuff. And no one's acting like Georgia wasn't winning those titles because of their defense. But he does deserve a ton of credit. He deserves a ton of credit for working – to put himself in the position he's in for becoming a fourth round pick. And look, you're going to give up some physically. We all know that, but that, that doesn't have to, I mean, Brock Purdy of all people was with a team, was starting for a team that went to the NFC championship game last year. So you never know. So I, I wouldn't bet against him. Um, and it'll be really fun to see how his career plays out. Gabe Burns, he's a sports and feature writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Check out his work at AJC.com, and he uh, is on Twitter, at AJC. and he joined me here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Gabe, my friend, appreciate a few minutes on the show tonight. We'll certainly chat again soon. Sounds good. You got it. John Chuck, we'll be back. Sports Radio, 92 on the game, and the Odyssey.com app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.